Welcome to Sing Double Podcast, where I have learned to close my eyes during the drum solo. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. What was that in reference to? To the opening credits for Battlestar Galactica. Oh, yes, of course. The drum drum solo solo is when you close your eyes (laughs) so you are not spoiled for the episode you're about to watch. And you close your eyes and you meditate as the drums go. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty accurate. Thank you. (laughs) I was able to focus on that with my eyes closed. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You can just really take in the drum beats. Take it in. It's very soothing. It is without the visual spoilers. Right. I do enjoy that part. It's a great though. It's a great thing. Like when that starts, eyes closed. Yes. When that ends. See episode. Learn things that you did not already know because of spoilers. Exactly. I'm trying to help everyone realize that they're spoilers. <laughs> they are. Luckily, I never caught that they were spoilers until now. Maybe, maybe when I was watching it live, I just... They didn't have those? Well, no, I'm no, sure No, I'm pretty did. sure they did, but maybe I just never made the connection. Mm. But then you got all these weird it, subliminal images and you were like, cool. Yeah, but rewatching it, I'm like, didn't I just see that? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's the second time around, you can't be spoiled. Cause exactly. Because it's, it's the whole episode and fast forward. Yep, pretty much. Which is a very silly way to start your show, but whatever, BSG. You know, maybe the first time around, it was teasers. Yeah. And, and people didn't know what was going on. Yeah, exciting teasers. But second time around, it just makes the whole episode br- you know, drill into your head, and then you're like, well, like, well I'm going to see this. Like, I already know. Now I know it already. So, Stephanie. Yeah. How have your last four days been? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fine. Because we're recording on a Monday. Because I'm going to Connecticut slash New York to see Stacy. Yep. No, not the not. princess. You're not going to see Stacy. Okay. You're going to see Tatiana Maslany. I'm going to see Tatiana Maslany. But Stacy's going to be there too. Yeah, but you're not going to see Stacy. <laughs> That's just like bonus material. That's true. But I'm only <laughs> going to see Tatiana for like two hours. <laughs> but the I'm whole gonna time. I'm going to see Stacy for like five days. <laughs> you'll be thinking of Tatiana. I mean, I do that normally. Okay. So. That's good. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I'm excited for my trip. Nice. And for a few days off work. Yeah, you deserve it. Thanks. You're welcome. I think I work pretty hard. I think you do too. Thanks. (laughs) You've worked out a lot, I assume? Uh, Yeah, Sunday I decided I wanted to see what my max bench pressing weight was. So it was arm day, leg day, and then I had to throw chest in there. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be sore tomorrow, like all over. I already feel the legs starting to get that pain yeah but everything's gonna be sore tomorrow it's gonna be awesome cool i'm gonna be like an old man (laughs) oh it was me (laughs) i was very inspired by last week's episode with all of our christmas 
like cheesy Christmas movie that I spent yesterday watching many cheesy Christmas movies. I'm so happy for you. It was great. Was it? I watched A Christmas Prince, which uh-huh. is the movie that they watch in the Princess Switch. Did you cry at the end? I did not. Oh, so they it lied to It was not as us. emotional as I expected it to be. Okay. And then I watched the sequel, which just came out, A Royal Wedding. Okay. Spoilers, they get married. <laughs> for the prince? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and the main character of that is Rose McIver, who plays the main girl on iZombie. Okay. And I was just really... Does she have her accent? No. Aww. She's American. Golly gee. I know. She's definitely not American. No, she's not. And I was really wishing that she'd eat someone's brains the whole time, but she didn't. <laughs> and then take on their personalities. Yeah, it would have been funny. would have been a fun twist on the movie. Yeah, but then they can do that for the uh, Christmas special of iZombie. This is true. If they have one. She can find a prince mm-hmm. <laughs> and eat his brains <laughs> and then become yeah. royal. Yep. <laughs> That's how it works. For a few hours uh-huh. or however long it lasts, I yeah. don't recall. Depends on the strength of the brain, as I recall. Yeah. I think. I watched the first two seasons of that. It was good. I like that show a lot, actually. I just haven't continued it. In a similar, a similar uh, vein of zombie, I was what, catching up on The Walking Dead. Yes, I can't believe that that show is still on. They are... Uh... So this season, no spoilers, <laughs> starts... Sh- be shady. Starts with a leap into the future. Uh-huh. And then after the first several episodes, they do another leap into the future even more. And uh, I think... This rest of the season might. I only watched the first episode, but they it, just keep hopping twenty years it might, every episode. No, it might focus more on some zombie set things right now instead of, um, you know, human interactions. So just a bunch of <laughs> and eating brains. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, when you say it's going to focus on zombies, I assume they're, you know, leading the show now. Well, it's because there's this one, I, spoiler, legit spoilers right now. If you are not to this episode, you need, and I know Steph isn't watching, so she won't care. You need to jump ahead 30 seconds, starting now. They're chasing two people, Uh and then you hear, where are they? You let them get away. So zombies can talk now. This That's one group, apparently, only, it seems. I'm rolling my eyes a little bit. Anyway. Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be weird and interesting. <sighs> yeah, I suppose. And we're back. Cool. I'm not enthused. I also watched half, no, 30 minutes of a movie because Brett was in it, as you like to reference often. Yeah, because you're always, you know, he's, well, he's right, right there, there he's looking right there. at you. And you're always, like, talking about other guys right in his vision. Well, you know what? I had to watch him get married. No. <laughs> he's the prince? No, he's not the prince. He I actually didn't make it through this whole movie. I I may I might try again. But it was really bad. It was just very poorly acted on the other half of the the cast side. Yeah. Cuz Brett was just Brett and he was cute. I guess this woman had needed a, a live donor for a liver. Yeah, you do need trans- live plant donors for livers yeah and brett just volunteered himself even though he didn't know her 
and apparently didn't know if he was a match or not because you know no, he got tested and he oh, found he, he was a match after he saw all the flyers and then they realized that they knew each other as they ran to each other at a bar before that oh, no. blah 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 i don't know they were reconnecting when i was like i can't anymore i can't do it and i turned it off <laughs> and he just couldn't live her alone <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's a little pun humor so not all christmas movies are some are some are good cheesy which i would say like princess. the santa claus yeah well this that's a different realm entirely i'm talking oh, about like rom do. romantic christmas movies that are cheesy thus making them a rom-com yes eh, comedy we'll take it on even <laughs> <laughs> Comedy is generous. Comedy to some people, <laughs> others serious. Cheesy romantic Christmas movies. Some are good, some not so good. Cheese would... cheese rom. Cheese rom. Yeah. Rom cheese. Rom cheese? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's nothing to do with this episode. I just wanted to share that it has I has absolutely nothing to do with this movies. episode. There was no Christmas theme in this episode. Nope. At all. We're on a spaceship. In space. Or maybe we're on Cylon Cockupied. Cylon Cockupied? What is this? Uh, Cylon what is this Cockupied? Cockupied? Is this, is this like Cylon tra- sex trafficking? <laughs> you know, the Cylon Cockupieds? I'm just, you know. Uh, I tried to say Cylon Occupied Caprica and it all blended into a one word. Yes, well, we do this time spend a little more time on Cylon Occupied Capital. Still, my paragraph for it is much shorter than my... Because a lot didn't happen, uh-huh. but we spend more visual time. We did. And I have Cylon some occupied. comments about their visualness. Why? <laughs> anyway, okay, I will get into it. Let's okay. just go in. Let's j- jump in. So this episode is the sixth episode of season one called Litmus. Yes. Which kind of sounds like Christmas. and it tests your cheer yeah you know uh (laughs) and so as we as last time happened (laughs) words (laughs) they are hard it's later than we usually start recording usually it's like 7 30 or 8 it's 9 we were, you had to do laundry. I had to watch the Captain Marvel trailer. We had to watch the Captain Marvel trailer. I had to, you know, watch some Dragon Con videos. Yeah, as usual. Typical Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I do on Monday. I watch Steph do her laundry, <laughs> watch, watch Dragon Con videos, and then watch the Captain Marvel trailer. We've been doing <laughs> this for Monday. years. <laughs> It's just our it's just our thing. We just decided to record tonight instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. For years now. You guys don't even know. We've had so many Captain Marvel trailers, way more than any of you. Yeah. <laughs> we get a new one every We're Monday. Special. <laughs> it's all because of live Marvel becoming. We get to see yeah, things that don't ever make it to anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm lying. <laughs> yes. 100%. I'm being very dishonest 100%. right now. Uh I'll be on Santa's naughty list. Excuse me. That's okay. So Hilo lost Sharon after they got attacked by toasters. It's not like she's a pack of keys. <laughs> What's that voice? It's very poorly done from... Uh, what is the movie? 
Oh, Shaun man. of the Dead? No, not Shaun of the Dead. I love this movie, too. It's called... I can't remember. <laughs> I can't help you there. This podcast, it steals my brains. It does. It's oh. a zombie. It's not. No, it yes. sucks our knowledge. It does. It eats our knowledge. I'll remember it and blurt it out later, okay. I'm sure. So Hilo is kind of hiding because he has to go look for Sharon, but it's broad daylight and doesn't want to go walk around in the broad daylight with all the Cylons everywhere. Because it's, it's Cylon-occupied Caprica. Right. It's not safe to walk around in the daylight. And Although I think robots would have, like, infrared vision. Yeah. Oh, I watched The Predator this weekend, too. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Caprica 6 thinks that Hilo is very handsome, and they're watching him sit on a roof being sad and looking at rats, mm-hmm. which is the saddest thing you can do, Lovingly. probably. Yeah. I think he wanted to start a relationship with that rat. He did. He misses his <laughs> Cylon girlfriend, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know she's a Cylon. It's true. They're kind of they're trying to predict where he's going to go. If he goes one direction, it means he's going to go after Sharon. If he goes another direction, he's looking for an escape or something. Right. So night comes. As it does. Hilo climbs down from his roof and he starts to head south, which is, I guess, the opposite direction of where Sharon would be. Right. And Caprica 6 and Aaron Doral say, well, he must not love Sharon if he doesn't want to go after her. But then. I don't know how going one way or the other. You know. They decided that. It was just psychological mind Like, there's no way he would have known. I know. At all, which direction they took her. Like, zero. He just figured it was more in, like, the Cylons would take her deeper in town than they would take her to the outskirts. That's. That was his... Why are East and West left out? I don't know. That's pretty... Because he was standing by a building, and if he went that way, he'd go into the building, and if he went the other way, he'd go into another building. <laughs> okay, that's right. He was in an alley. <laughs> okay, you're right. Uh, that's my only okay. explanation. It's a good explanation. It works. I will accept it. So he pauses after he walks like a block, half a block maybe, mm-hmm. and then he pauses and turns around. Snatch. T- that's the movie. Snatch, you watch Snatch? Snatch, okay. that's the line. I didn't yes. watch Snatch, but that's the line. It's from Snatch, yes. He's like, we, okay. lost, we lost whatever, and he's like, yeah, you lose him. It's not like he's a, think of something about chips or mm. I haven't seen it in a long time, but yes, I believe you. Okay. And now they, that that's out of my brain. I'm glad for you. You did it. Thank you. Little uh, achievements. Where's goes, my trophy? I don't have one ready. I'll okay. have to make it. Thank you. He goes north toward his love. Mm-hmm. Air quote. That's what Six says. Mm-hmm. So my, my comment about the way this looks is very weird because I feel like they shot it in broad daylight, yeah. but they made it really dark looking. It's post-nuclear strike. You're in nuclear winter. There's I, a lot of clouds. No, no, no. I mean, but it's nighttime. Yeah. But the way that it's shot, like the way they filmed it, yeah. this is just my guessing of how they filmed it. Okay. Because her hair is so illuminated and her skin has lots of like reflection on it. So it's looks like the sun is shining down on her from one side. Right. And the way and like, yeah, it's like they post colored the film to make it look like it was night. But it oh. was actually broad daylight when they were actually filming oh, okay. the episode. Not a full moons. Yes. I'm assuming there's more than one. It's an alien planet. Yeah, you know. So to me, it just looked like, because I've had hair of that blonde before, so I know what it looks like in the sun versus the night, <laughs> and right. it looked like it was broad daylight. <laughs> okay. 
It's just interesting. Well, they had to have lights for filming, so maybe it's it was not lights the same. for filming. Not the same. Not the same. It looked like it was di- daylight, I swear. All right. That's... I wouldn't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and watch it. It, might, it Maybe it was too dark to be able to film, so they chose to film it like that to give it more of a blue, that like dark blue hue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would take on the post-apocalyptic Nuclear nature winter. of the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Caprica then beats the shit out of Sharon. Well, She's having a good time. Aaron Doral hits her first. Yeah, but then she Did has... he hit her or did he face... He headbutt her. That's what he did. Something like that. And they're like, that's not enough. So then... Sharon would have fought. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see Caprica 6 has got a mean right hook. Yeah, she does. She's strong AF. Mm-hmm. And beats the crap out of her and has a really good time doing so. Yeah, she looked like she might have enjoyed that a little bit. I feel like she doesn't... I feel like the sixes and... The Sharon. Sorry, I know what the number is. I'm not gonna say it though. There's the 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 Sixes Sharons. And the Sharons, yeah. Uh, don't like each other very much. Okay. Hilo is continuing to is run it around because the Sharons hate how the Sixes always look really good all the time. Probably. You know, wearing their cute little dress numbers. And the Sharons always have to wear flight suits and stuff. It's like, it's like you know, the Cylon girls are always going to the club and judging each other for their <laughs> <Yeah>. attire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what a weird world. Yes, that we live in. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the Cylon world. I was just thinking about a bunch of Cylons that all just look the same, just like in a Partying. club. It's just weird. They probably don't have to go to a club. No. It's probably Jack into the Matrix. <laughs> uh, Hilo continues to run around, and then he starts hearing some spoopy noises. Spoopy. Spoopy. He goes to investigate a building, and he... Finds a toaster dragging Sharon with mm-hmm. a bag over her head. Was um, it Sharon? No, that was somebody else. That no, was it was Sharon. Dead, that because was a dead body. Pulls it off her later because he shoots the toaster. Because I the thought the toaster it, was exiting. I, I think the, the toaster, toaster was pulling another body. Oh, out. Okay, because I the way that I initially saw that, I was like, oh, that's not her. But then he goes over to her after he kills the toaster, and she's sitting there tied up with the bag on her head. So I assumed that he had been dragging her, but maybe not. I didn't read it that way. Either way. I'm assuming the spoopy noises were somebody being tortured to death in some fashion. I think the spoopy noises were just the toaster dragging a person. Okay. Or intentionally making noises to get Hilo's attention. Right. As he was hopping along. Mm-hmm. You know, doing the boing, boing, boing. Because we've seen toasters move in Ghostbusters too, so we know exactly <laughs> what they sound like when they're walking. Uh-huh. Boing, boing, boing. Need to play music for them and they dance. Uh huh. Mm hmm. It's true. I can pull up the footage for you after this that we're done recording and you can see it for yourself. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, he gets attacked by the toaster, but he shoots it and then he finds Cher and takes the bag off her head and she's all bloody and gross. And she's a bit beat up. Very beat up. And then he helps her out and Caprica 6 and Doral just kind of watch. Mm hmm. Creepers. Like, they're, like, right there. you think he would have noticed. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to actually look up, Yeah, I, I suppose. suppose. And he why is, would you look up when you're trying to... He's rather absorbed by Sharon. But they're also, you know, he's trying to make sure that nothing's in his path. You know, you're on silent-occupied Caprica, and you don't want to cross paths with a toaster. It's true. So you're always looking around. True facts. Plus, he would probably just think they were humans, because he doesn't know yet that they look human. 
Yeah, but there's no other humans on the planet. There are some. He there would probably has to be survivors. If he looked up at them, they would have killed him. Probably they didn't look at. They didn't nuke the whole planet. They just nuked the. Yeah, but he would be like, "Why do you centers. guys look so clean?" <laughs> we have beautiful. a shower over here. We went to the Hilton on Fourth and Main, <laughs> and the it has its own water thing, and we were able to shower. Oh, and wow. the laundromat still worked, and tons of laundry detergent. So yeah. we just thought, you know, poke 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 apocalyptic, post apocalyptic that uh, we'd want to look good. Yeah. Since we're the two best looking people on this planet right now. <laughs> and then he'd have a problem with that because he thinks Sharon looks good, you know. Well, and then, I would say Hilo and Six are the, are the most attractive people on the planet. Yeah. Hilo and Six. But see, Hilo would have a problem with that because he, he loves Sharon. Yeah, he thinks Sharon's attractive. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then that's... they'd have a dance-off. Oh, no. Yeah. In the club? Yeah. In the club? Yep. Well, that's all for Cylon-occupied Caprica. That's it? Mm-hmm. You able to put it all in that little bit? Mm-hmm. That was all... almost half the episode. That's all that happened. All that time was almost half the episode. This is. I feel like not a lot happens in here in this episode. There there's, were a lot of visuals. There's a lot of sitting in a you room know, and talking. Yeah. That what's, there's a lot of he said, she said. What's the filter you put on photos to make it? Sepia. Sepia. The sepia. <laughs> yeah. The sepia world with uh, the sepia looks everywhere. Yep. All right. So we're done with so Cylon Occupy We're heading Caprica. back into space, into the Galactica. Mm. A man enters. A man enters the Galactica. <laughs> Lots of men enter the Galactica. He looks very familiar from the back, though. But this one man, yeah. The camera follows a familiar-looking back head. Yes. He looks similar to that museum tour guide that was locked up in the brig or put in the... I can't remember where they he left He was him. left on... On Ragnar. Ragnar, yeah. The Ragnar Station. Okay. Yep, to die if he was a Cylon. Yes. To die if he wasn't a Cylon. Oops, our bad. Yeah, either way, too yep. bad. <laughs> he would have died. <laughs> so he either can, he's he can back... Eat, right? But no, we already know that he's a Cylon because he's on Caprica. <laughs> and at the end of the miniseries, we confirmed he was yeah. a Cylon. Yep. Yep. No secrets here. Nope. Uh, Callie covers for... Callie's being a good bro. And she's looking out for Chief so he and Boomer can have a little rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Boomer and Chief cuddle and smooch and whatever in some secret room. Looked like there was water in there. Yeah. It's very it kind of weird where that room. was. Yeah. yeah. But they had a little space on the floor that they could get uh-huh. all cuddly. And, right. Because he know. brought a makeshift bed. Yes. Guys and she says. Ahead. They were having a picnic. They were. Just a picnic. Just a picnic. That's all. She forgot the picnic basket, though. Picnic she got basket. held up on the way there by a bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> and his little friend, Boo-Boo. He was in the, he was in the combing, uh, the hatch combing on Causeway Sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's where she snuck in through. Okay. Which becomes very important in as few, we go yes, on. Okay. Meanwhile, the man who looks like the tour guide continues to walk through the Galactica's hallways. Right. On his tour. <laughs> I think he's just walking. I don't think he's on a tour. No, they were sort of being led by somebody until he broke off he the tour. He broke off, yeah. Um, Colonel Ty notices him. Mm-hmm. And then Adama notices him. Mm-hmm. Adama shouts, Doral. And then he turns around, and sure enough, it's him. Yep, and smiles. And then he opens up his coat, and he has a bomb strapped to his chest. 
and Adamo runs to stop him, but then Saul pulls him out of the way, and then it goes off. He pushes the button. Yeah. Kaplooey. It's too late for Adama to stop him. Yep. Too far away. And then, uh, I think interpretive dance music. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you know. close your eyes for the drum solo. Yep. And then you're back. Yes. To crispy people. I literally wrote the word crispy, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were quite they crispy. They were very crispy. They were well done. <laughs> Crispy and in pain, being wheeled into the infirmary. Yes. Yes. I'd call those first-degree burns. I mean, I think that's what the doctor would call them. And, and I just wouldn't ever want to be that way. Is third less bad? I thought, is it first, first bad? Isn't third? Well, maybe it's third-degree <laughs> burns, then. I thought third was worse. Third-degree burns, and I wouldn't want to look that way. I want to know now. I bet you're right. I bet the numbering system goes up and that down. It's not like the the threat level for this country where yeah. you know, it goes down. You want to hear some gross? Yes, please. A second degree burn affects the epidermis and the dermis, which is the lower layer of skin. Okay. It causes pain, redness, swelling, and blistering. Third degree burn, a.k.a. full thickness burns, uh-huh. go through the dermis and affects deeper tissue, result in white or blackened charred skin that might be numb so they were definitely third degree burn 100 percent. they didn't look numb though they looked quite painful i think it depends on uh yeah. what nerves it murdered yes gotcha oh, oh actually maybe they had fourth degree burn what <laughs> what's fourth degree? i didn't even know it goes I that didn't high. <laughs> but that's what the internet's telling me <laughs> on the burn wikipedia page uh-huh. a fourth degree burn additionally involves injury to deeper tissues such as muscle tendons or bone the burn is often black and frequently leads to loss of the burned parts burns are generally preventable <laughs> <laughs> not when there's a suicide bombing it's cylon true. on your ship <laughs> yeah, that wasn't very preventable no 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 no, but generally. But generally. <laughs> I like that, that that was literally the sentence after the fourth degree burn description. <laughs> anyway, these people are very crispy and have a third to fourth degree burns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Adama finally realizes he has to tell more people about what's going, what's really going on. He tells the master at arms. Does he decide that? Oh. Well, he tells one person. Yes, he tells the master, the master at arms Rush. that the Cylons look like us, so they need to figure out how he got through security. Right. Which is pretty simple. Nobody knew to look for him. Right, exactly. But he still, like, you know, probably had, like, a fake passport or what, however. Who knows, however they got on. He was never reported as anything. It's true. They just sort of he had a, left him behind. He had a thing that they scanned, though, so. Yeah, his, you know, passport. Yeah. So he can travel from <laughs> Caprica to one of the other names. Uh-huh. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> the less well-known colony. Wakanada. <laughs> Wakanada. Aldovia is the country that's in the Christmas Prince. Okay. And Belgravia was the one in Right. Princess Bell pepper Switch. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so many fun words. Uh, Chief discovers his crew is developing their own alcohol, and he sniffs it, and then he dumps it out to scold them. Right. Because it looks really bad, I guess. It 
probably was it's bad. probably really bad. And he said, this will just get you a one-way ticket to the infirmary. Uh-huh. And then he asks them to bring him the proper equipment so he can show them how it's really done. Like, they all thought he was going to yell at them and get them in trouble. But right. He just wants them to. I guess it's him. wrong to make a still on a battle star. It's probably frowned upon. It's probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they keep going back to these rules for a planet that doesn't exist to them anymore. I don't understand yeah. why. The article blah blah blah. Yeah. From article G. I have no idea. And they use kegs in the past. I I got that from that because that was a keg. Yes. <laughs> So oh, now, did you giggle at all the paper in the shot when all the when all the the civilians were coming on the Galactica? No, they were all missing their corners. Oh, were they? Great, yeah. I missed it. Uh, Adama is starting to seriously think about telling the public about Cylons, but Rosalind's worried there might be a witch hunt, which is what they've been talking about for episodes now. Right. It's the biggest fear that once you tell people witch that Cylons thing. look like us, right, everyone's gonna think everyone is a Cylon, right. I'm confused about why they decided to go the way they did. Yeah, me too. Why didn't they just say that these two were fugitives of the law? Instead of, well, because they needed to, in case that there were more of them with bombs strapped to their body, they needed them to you just look never, out. You just never say that they were caught. Yeah, I suppose. And then if, because the fear is they're on multiple ships. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know. Yeah, so then, so yeah, then the ships wouldn't be talking to each other. They'd always be talking to the Galactica, mm-hmm. and they'd be able to say, we have him here. Mm-hmm. Get him. Other ship, we have him here. I'm sure there's Get reasonings him. for this script choice, but in my Everybody head, I know, was thinking, yeah. why, it's didn't, plot armor. why didn't they just try to say they were, you know, normal people that were fugitives that needed to be apprehended? Maybe they thought Gaius's Cylon detector was almost done also, and so they knew they were going to have a way to test people soon. Oh, and let and them, so but maybe then the Cylons be. would just hide. I know. I don't know. I'm not defending their choice. I agree with you, yeah, I but think I think it was just plot it armor. It would have been a, last, a less scary way. Yeah. And then they could have, you know, rolled out the real doom and gloom later, but. For sure. Because so, the witch hunt thing, <laughs> it's, it, it kind of happens as we find out here, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, the master at arms is on the deck, the flight deck, interrogating everybody about the bombing. They're wondering, you know, where... We should it- mention that she got hands free or free reign to pursue An investigation. Uh, the investigation with no, like, no red tape. Yeah. That's what they gave her. Yes, correct. So she's asking everybody, you know, what they were doing and where the chief was during the bombing. Mm-hmm. Um, but because he was busy with Boomer, nobody has, a, and half of them were covering for him anyway. No one has a straight story about where he was. Three very different stories, to be exact. Yes, I think one was. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. I have to include him. Four, four different, different stories, stories, to be exact. Chief says he was asleep. Mm-hmm. Callie says he was. I don't remember. He was all of them. he was working on when she was getting off his sh- her shift. He had was coming in. He was on the hangar. Yeah, deck. he was working. He was on the deck. Another guy said he was like watching them play ball or something. That card game. They set the, the card car- game and I didn't the even card game. Them. Yeah. yeah. And there was another one. I know it was just those three. It might have been. I think it was just those three. Yeah, because I think one of them may have collaborated. Sucker, whatever that guy's name is, and then Chiefs. Oh no, they uh. Card game, 
working on the deck. Pickup ball. And the yeah, the ball game. I thought there was a pickup ball or something. And then him asleep. Asleep. In yes. His, in his okay. rack, as he put it. In his rack. Yep. Correct. Um. So now comes the moment of truth for the galact for the ships where Rosalind holds a press conference mm-hmm. about what happened on the Galactica. Mm-hmm. And yes, as we said, she decides to make the choice of telling everybody that the Cylons look like us now, and she points to very two specific people who are. Aaron Doral and uh, Corpse Boy. Corpse Boy. Oh my God, I totally blanked on his name. I don't remember. Leo Bin. There we go. That's right. Because um, he been places. Leo Bin over there. <laughs> and Leo Bin dead. <laughs> they say that the one Cylon was responsible for the bombing, and we know, and we now know that there are duplicates of each Cylon model, mm-hmm. but we don't know how many models there are, mm-hmm. or where they are, or. Mm-hmm. Who else's looks like? Who else is a Cylon? Naturally, did she say all that? No, I'm just, I'm just adding oh, to it. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, that okay. is what we don't know now. The two confirmed, two confirmed. Yes, Cylon. yes, um, I get it. Naturally, everyone freaks out. Right. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Where Cylons are being. Nobody knows the program. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. So the Master at Arms decides to take Chief and Boomer to question them both about the explosion because they're both unaccounted for. Okay. Um How did she get unaccounted for? I don't know, she just did. I don't really know why she was pulled into it. I think because she has a relationship with Chief. But the Master of Arms didn't know that. Oh, wait, she did. She did know that. That's, That's why right. she immediately questions her about it. Gotcha. Yep. Makes sense. So they assume. So, yeah, it's very frustrating. This whole thing is very frustrating for me. <sighs> it's because it's a witch hunt. Yeah. Um, she says she was asleep in her rack. They're not together. She has no idea where the chief was. Right, because the CO said they had to knock it off, and they did. Yes, but we know that they didn't. Well, yeah. And everyone was covering for them. Right, you know. Which yeah. is why this is all so convoluted and crazy. Picnic. The picnic. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chief is questioned. At the same kind of similar questions about relationship with Boomer. Nope, not going on. Right. Whatever. In my bunk. Asks, rack. In, in the rack, yes. Yeah. She were. asks him about. <laughs> she, <laughs> she asked Chief about why the hatch for the Causeway Seacombing was open because that leads directly to the small arms locker, which, right. you know, has all the tiny bombs in it. Right. And he had done his, and he was saying he had done his rounds and all hatches were shut. Yes. So she starts getting a little bit more intense with her questions. Where were you? Were you, in fact, meeting with a Cylon agent? Mm-hmm. Yes, technically. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to be technical about it. I mean, she doesn't know she's a Cylon technically, agent. Technically, he was. She thinks she's human. That The uh-huh. opening credits tell us. I know. Some think they're human. I know. But he doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. That's right. But he's still meeting with a Cylon agent because she yeah. is an agent. She's an agent. She's a sleeper agent. She's a sleeper agent. With a virus that blanks her memory on the bad things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. Instead of 
responding, he decides to exercise his right under Article 23. Right. Which they claim makes him seem guiltier, which is also kind of bullshit. And Adama points Adama that out later. Adama points that out later, yes. Because <laughs> it is. It's like taking the fifth does not and make you seem guiltier. Yeah, it's, it just means you need better defense. because you, 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 need, you need your you, lawyers around. You need time to formulate a good response. To make a proper answer that does not implicate you. Mm-hmm. Let's see. More people are questioned. Callie, I think, is questioned. And then I can never remember. I don't remember what this guy's name was. Sakura. Whatever. <laughs> They kept, they kept popping up on my screen, and I was like, I'm not going to write that down. Okay. The, one of the guys that covered for him that doesn't really have a name, and he's not important, because I think this is the only episode he's in anyway. So. Okay, yeah. Uh, the kid says that he left his post to go have a smoke and went to the galley for food. Right. And, and he went through that. He says he went through the hatch combing on Causeway C. Because it would be the fastest way. Yes. Says and he, he must have left it open. Yep. Because if the chief said he was in his rack, he was in his rack. And it's, it must be his fault. It's all on him. Don't blame the chief. Chief's a good guy. Blah, 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 blah. And then they ask if he left it open deliberately, and he says he did. Yeah, so that's Which is um, weird. Yeah. Why would he do that? I have no idea. Like, it doesn't... It fits an accident, it's an accident. Why maybe did you say... Maybe they're trying to play off that, you know, they keep asking you the same questions all the time until yeah. you give them the answer they want. Maybe it's supposed to be they're trying to show that... It's like that guiding the witness. Interrogation. You know, yeah. if you keep asking the same question, eventually you'll get the answer you're looking for because right. they'll get tired of being questioned. Mm-hmm. Coerced. Coercion, that's what yeah. it is. That's how people get false murder confessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so he admits that he did it on purpose and But blah. he didn't, which is stupid. He Unless he's the person accident. that left it open for Sharon. That's possible. Because that's how she got there. So maybe he left it open for that her. That might have been his task in their hookup. Yeah. Was leaving the Causeway Sea hatch combing, whatever the fuck it's called, open. <laughs> so that she could get to the... She could get to that weird water room. room. Yeah. And bone... I mean, have a picnic, picnic with the chief. You said it was a... You corrected me earlier. I know. It's I'm correcting myself now. Sorry. Picnic. All right. Pick a nick a basket. Right. Right on the, the uh, metal grate beach next to the... Uh, the water. Really tiny ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so romantic. Gaius goes to visit Starbuck in the infirmary. He has brought her a cigar. How nice of him. Yeah, all these cigars just keep popping up all randomly. And everywhere. Adama was like, this is my last one, and now there's more flying around. Yeah, last one in the fleet, I think is what Adama said. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Starbuck asks if the Cylon was headed to blow up his project because it was the same floor uh, that his project is being created on. Mm-hmm. And... Head six <laughs> comes in and says, and you along with it. Uh-huh. Gaius had not even considered this idea, and he's a little shaken by it, and he leaves holding hands with his uh, head six, who's, Nana, in very, six yeah. who's in a very shiny dress. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm just in your head, Gaius. Because she's nanobots. <laughs> Obviously, that's where she's going to be. Come on. That's what hallucinations say all the time, that they're just in your head. Uh, well, not all hallucinations are nanobots, and this one's a nanobot, obviously, because <laughs> it has information that he, she shouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know about me or us or our life together. And then he threatens to tell Adama 
I guess about her, about Cylons. I don't, I don't remember. I can't remember now. And she throws him against the wall and tries to choke him. Right. And then she hulks out a little bit. Yeah. She says, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry, guys. Yep. Yep, I've heard that somewhere before. On a TV show. She hulks out. Was it The Incredible Hulk? That's what I, that's what the Hulk meant. I know, I know. Brad. Bradford. Stephanie. And then it's really funny because he's like holding himself against the wall. Right. (laughs) By an invisible force. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Yeah, there is a guard watching this happen. <laughs> yeah. And then he smooches the air. Mm-hmm. I want to see. I wish they had B-roll from the guard's just side. Him, yeah. It would have been funny <laughs> to see that happen. I feel like we do get a little bit of that, but not enough of it, because that right. is the funnier part when he's like. What like, other people must be witnessing is right. the funnier part. Because, like, how many... We did see a little... When he was having the conversation with her while walking through the hall. Yeah. We saw his arm, like, holding nothing. <laughs> yep. But, like, he must get a lot of boners in public. <laughs> maybe, maybe he has a restrictive undergarment. <laughs> maybe. That I'm just saying. With that. They're always, like, making out in the hallway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or, like, she's doing something to his junk. I don't know. Yep. Maybe he's just always accidentally knocking over glasses at waist height. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Oops, that was me. <laughs> Are we boring you that you need to yawn? I'm I'm just tired. You're not exciting enough for you? I'm tired. (laughs) Adama and Rosalind get together and talk about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He talks about the Article 23 something or another. Yeah, because she went and says, why did he take Article 23? It makes him look guilty. And he said, that's not what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to make you, you know, protect you from making false statements that will that will make you look guilty mm-hmm. and it's not it's not a that article is not supposed to be proof of guilt right and, and he's very right about that and Rosalind's like wow you know a lot and he says that his father was a civil lawyer and that's mm-hmm. how he knows a lot about the law and, a, and additionally chief was has been under his command for five plus years so if he wanted to he could have taken the ship down anytime right and he you know why would, would not do, do that now? yeah um, and then soldiers appear in his office and ask him to come to the tribunal next. He's like, let's do it. Right? Adama, yeah. Or get this done. He basically is just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what he said. Adama says he first found out about the Cylons on Ragnar Station mm-hmm. during the miniseries, as we saw. Mm-hmm. He kept it to himself so that there would be no alarm throughout the fleet, which is a good call. Right. And they try to, like, lead him a little bit, too, and say, like, well, if people had known, this guy wouldn't have got through security. Right. And then he wouldn't have got, he wouldn't have blown everybody up. Right. And then he goes and says, well, I had a decision to make. Either let everybody know they look like us and cause mass panic or don't let them know and get it, you know. Yeah. And he's not going to speculate on to what might have happened or not. And quite honestly, they didn't know that they all looked, they didn't know that there were multiples of each one. Right. Until Aaron Doral came back and they knew they left him Mm -hmm. on Ragnar. Yeah. The first time they've seen a lookalike. Exactly. And the questioning starts getting a little bit deeper. He says that he believes that a Cylon agent was responsible for the water tank explosion and that more people on board could be Cylons. Mm-hmm. 
And then he's questioned about letting Chief and Boomer continue their relationship. And, you know, that by allowing their relationship to continue for so long before Saul put a stop to it, uh-huh. presumably, right? he may have allowed the situation to happen. And then he's like, I'm donezo with this. Well, he says, I'm a soft hand. Well, yeah. And then he says he's donezo but then, with these but questions. Yeah, but then it starts to get even more involved. And then he yeah. says, this is a witch hunt. We're I will not here. have it aboard my ship. Mm-hmm. He gets up to leave and the soldiers get orders from the board to put him back in his seat and Adama says let me through and put her in the brig. Yep, you have your orders, make your choice. Mm-hmm. There's That's a good that's a good one. I like yeah. that one. And you have your s- orders, make your choice. And then they side with Adama. Yep. There was also the point where Chief went and sort of said, "Well, you're the master at arms and it's your responsibility to blah blah blah." I like that too when yeah. he got sassy with her. Yeah. That was good. Everybody gets real sassy with this lady. Uh-huh. She's just doing her job. She is. But she's definitely on a witch hunt right now. Yeah, she is for sure. Maybe because she feels like it was partially her fault? Well, yeah, because they were her bombs, first of all, from the water tank. Mm-hmm. And in the, and in the raptor. Right. And then, and then in this guy's vest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm sure she's holding some guilt and thus needs to find the culprit so if she can find the culprit then she can feel better about herself right because when it's all said and done it was her security protocols that weren't good enough yep rosalind is yet another press conference yep the tribunal determines that the hatch door was left open due to negligence by unknown person name because steph didn't write it down that guy's name (laughs) and he has blamed himself for it and thus he is in the brig or whatever Right, and stripped of rank for negligence and stuff like that. Yeah. He is punished yep. for his negligence. Uh, Chief goes to tell Adama that his uh, dude's confession was a lie and that he's just covering for him. He says that he was really with Boomer and that the deck gang knew everything and they were just trying to cover for him. Mm-hmm. Adama says it doesn't matter because now he's guilty of lying to the tribunal. Which is a different crime entirely. Right. <laughs> so uh, so he has to well, pay the price. Well, they both are. Yes. Well, he says, you have to pay the price. Or he says, he'll have to pay the price. And you, you'll pay a different price. You'll have to walk out on the hangar deck every day and know one of your men is in the brig because you couldn't keep your fly zipped. Damn. Bam. Mic drop. Yeah. Basically. Kaplunk. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm out. Yep. Chief goes to meet Boomer. In their little secret room again. You're right. And he tells her it's over. He's sick yep. of all the lies and the secrets. And then she, and then he asks her if she left the hatch combing open last night. <laughs> she does not answer him. She says, are you serious? Yeah. But she does not give him an answer. Are you serious? So I think that our speculation earlier that that guy did it for them is wrong. And I think that she really did it. We don't know. I think it was her. Even if she did, she wouldn't know. Right. Because she. Yep. She gets that brain wipe. Memory is erased. (laughs) You know, after she does it, she pulls out a little stick with a blue light and flashes herself. Yes. It's a black (laughs) reference. I got it. Okay. Just making sure. I felt the need to explain myself. Well, you are a man. Oh, God. (laughs) This always comes up. I'm a man, and therefore there's certain things <laughs> I am incapable of not doing. Teehee. 
I'm just giving you shit on purpose because I know you get so offended. So, Stephanie. Yes. Do you have any fun facts for us? <laughs> I sure do. You should lay those on us. So, the story is remarkably similar to a Star Trek Next Generation episode called... Thank goodness for the internet, because otherwise you would not make this connection ever. <laughs> no, I would never know. Uh, called The Drumhead, I think? I don't know, there's two different Star Treks here. Because anyway. maybe it's the original series and then The Next Generation, because Gene, Gene yeah. Roddenberry was involved in the first season maybe two of star trek the next generation they rehashed a lot of old original series okay. things into the next generation you know like just happening again in a similar fashion gotcha you're welcome well Battlestar galactica showrunner ronald e moore was an executive story editor for tng at the time so the story so it must be a next similar. generation one yep okay yeah. litmus is a chemical substance used to determine whether a solution is acidic or basic in politics, a litmus test is a question posed to a candidate in order to determine whether or not he or she will be nominated for a student office. I don't yeah. know why I read it in that accent. Not if I he's did. acidic or basic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so basic. <laughs> this guy loves pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> you can't be in the government. You're just too basic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, some 24 hours have passed since the events of the last episode where really? Starbuck okay. got rescued. This must be more of your super insider knowledge. <laughs> this is just from the Battlestar Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, How would we know that it's only been 24 hours? Someone has determined this. Probably because Starbuck's still in the infirmary yes. with her leg tied up. Yeah, exactly. I suppose. Okay. Yep. And she looks a little less bruised. Yeah. So she's a little healed. Yeah, people do have interesting ways of figuring this stuff out. Yeah. Well, I feel like the this, this show has been around long enough that I'm going to believe all of these facts because someone else has done a lot of work for me. Okay. And I probably already knew a lot of these facts when I was super obsessed with it, and it right. just is no longer in my brain. So. Right. Especially now when there's a microphone in your face. Exactly. And, <laughs> the, and the podcast demons just sit here and <laughs> suck your, your brains out. Yep. Who was missing from this episode? A main character. Oh, I'll think of it in a moment. <laughs> Lee. Yeah, Lee was. Thank you. This is the first episode without with Apollo. His, uh, yeah. Hey, that's the name yeah. I was trying to come up with. Apollo. Apollo. We discover that Adama has a hobby. He enjoys constructing large models of sailing vessels. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh... When Adama sets down his glasses, a volume of the Reader's Digest condensed book series is clearly identifiable, bleh, including the Reader's Digest logo. Oops. <laughs> Some light reading in between takes? Yeah. <laughs> Did they cut the corners off at least? <laughs> Probably <laughs> not either. To make sure? Uh-huh. The building seen prominently in the background of the first shots of... Cylon occupied Caprica City mm -hmm. can be clearly identified as the Scotia Bank building in downtown Vancouver. Beautiful. That's what that big S is for. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, this episode was a cost saving episode, a pattern which happens several times on genre shows. The season premiere is intentionally given a larger share of the special effects budget 
to try to attract new fans, which is what the episode with the 33 minutes or whatever one was. Right. But had to balance it out this episode. So there's little to no special effects at all in this one. You didn't need it. Except for the toasters, really. Those were like the only ones. Yeah, it was only one toaster. Mm -hmm. Often these episodes are filler. But Litmus strongly contributes to the ongoing storylines in the series and seems to have avoided these potential problems. Cool. Of being filler. Nice. This episode also features minor characters on the deck crew becoming, uh, you know, more, having more importance and having actual substance than just being side characters. Right. Their reactions show how the common people in the fleet are affected by decisions of people at the top like Rosalind and Adama. Other than being red shirts, which is a Star Trek reference, I believe, yep, who do they not always, appear again. They always die. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> These characters continue to re- reappear throughout the show, demonstrating how the series features a large ensemble cast, and given time, even many tertiary characters become fully fleshed out. Very nice. Which is very true. Callie, Chief. Yeah, she got to get flushed out because they didn't kill her like they were going to yeah. in the last minute. Exactly. In the prison episode. <laughs> right in change. <laughs> So, yeah. The end. Yay. The end of my facts. Good. So, how many do we got? Four. Five. Five? Six? six. Two Dorals. Wait, hold on, hold on. Who's the six? Well, there's six and there's head six. And there's two Sharons and two Dorals. Oh, you're right. Because he blew himself up in the beginning and then there's one on Caprica. You're right. Six. Done messed that one up, didn't I? <laughs> it's okay. That's what I'm here for. I didn't even write it down. I just... Counting's hard. Remembered. <laughs> just saying. It's true. It's going to get even harder later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to definitely take notes then. <laughs> you would be like, wait, how many were there? There were what? Yeah, there's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess this is the end of the show. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Where I say, please rate and review us on iTunes. Indeed. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. If you like what you hear, please spread the word so that uh, we can, you know, get more interested people into listening. We would also love suggestions at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. If you have a weird doppelganger story that you want to share, you, you can send us those there too, and we will definitely read them because they are fun. And we've never done it before. And, well, we've done our own. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And <laughs> then Stephanie can be followed on Instagram at Steph plus Verb. Yeah, follow all my New York. Oh, wait, I will. This will happen after I go to New York. <laughs> this will happen after you go to New York. Uh, yes. Because anyway. tonight I'll be posting tomorrow's episode, <laughs> right. which we recorded last week, and then this I have a whole What, you mean you don't just, it. like, immediately release it the moment we're done? <laughs> no, I don't. No, because I have to edit it. You know, add mm-hmm. the after music. I do. Add then, all my ums and ahs. Remove some ums and ahs, some awkward pauses. You know, if you listen to what I listen to to get what you listen to on your radio, <laughs> you'd probably laugh a lot more. Anyway, uh, and until next week. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Barth. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.